Hello, and welcome to the Groovy Writer Podcast, where we explore how to find your writing groove, regardless of your circumstances. I'm your host, author and MFA instructor, Nicole McGinnis. everyone and thanks for tuning into the podcast. So today I want to talk about a subject that is not always easy for writers to talk about and in fact we might not even be aware that it could be causing problems when it comes to finding our writing groove and if we are aware of it we might not like to talk about it. Here's the problem though not talking about this thing tends to perpetuate it And if it continues long enough, it can be paralyzing to the point where sometimes we can stop writing altogether. So the subject for today is shame. And my question to all of you is, do you feel shame as a writer? And if you do, what can you do about it? In my work with writers over many years, and I'm talking about writers from middle school up through MFA graduate students, as well as professional writers beyond an academic setting, and frankly, in my own writing life, I can tell you that shame is something that is incredibly common for writers of all ages, from all walks of life, and who are working in virtually every genre and category that exists. I also think Typically, maybe not always, but typically, we first encounter it, even if we have a a problem naming it, we first tend to encounter it when we're a little bit older. The reason for that, and, and the reason I believe that is because I know for a fact that many, many writers had early encouragement. Maybe a teacher in grade school complimented a poem we wrote, or we wrote a story that won a prize, or maybe our writing was featured in the local newspaper. This is also another very common start to a writer's life that I hear, and one that many of us look back on fondly. It's wonderful to have someone we respect see our writing and tell us, hey, it's good. You're talented. You've got something here, kid. I have been the writer in that situation as a little kid, and it it can just make an entire world of possibilities open up. I've also been the teacher in that situation. Again, teaching everyone from, from little kids up through middle school and high school and graduate level and working with professional writers. Creative acknowledgement feels good. It feels good to give it. It feels good to receive it. And it can go a long way toward getting us to think seriously about actually pursuing writing as a viable career path, life path. And so there's this sort of wonderful golden age, I think, that many of us have experienced at some point as as young budding writers. But somewhere along the line, something happens a story that we have been um, pouring, you know, blood, sweat and tears into and that we really love, we're very proud of. Maybe it's gotten great feedback from beta readers, friends, family, writing group. It doesn't get published. We send it out to journals and magazines and, and all we're getting is rejection. Maybe there's a prize we go for with a, another story or a poem, piece of writing that we love and another writer gets it. Or maybe we are in the 
agent querying trenches trying to secure representation from an agent, and we receive yet another rejection letter. When these sorts of things happen, they can really knock us for a loop. I have been there. I have, I have been basically in every situation over the years that I just described. Many of you have no doubt been in those situations or similar situations and felt that sort of sinking feeling of, why did I ever think I could do this? That teacher back when I was in third grade was just being nice. That friend who read my story was just trying not to hurt my feelings. I'm really not good at this. It can get us into a downward spiral. And this isn't, by the way, exclusive to writers. As we all know, this this can be in any, any area of life. But I'm focusing on writers because A, this is the Groovy Writer Podcast. And B, it's again, it's something that is, I don't think brought out into the open, out into the sunlight. And as we all know, sunlight is the best disinfectant, which I'm not actually sure that's true. I'm thinking there are probably much higher grade and more effective disinfectants, but it sounds good, right? Sunlight is the best disinfectant. Bring it out into the light so that others can, we can share it, others can chime in. And one of the reasons, again, that I wanted to do this episode is because I have been present when this has been brought out into the light with writers, and almost without fail, especially younger writers who are maybe just starting out on the road toward publication, they're trying to get an agent, they're trying to maybe approach editors directly, they're sending work out, they're sending stories out to journals, etc, etc, poems, essays, what have you. When they hear that they are not alone in dealing with this sense of I really don't think I should be doing this, but I guess I'll, I'll keep slogging along for a little while at least. When they hear that they're not alone in feeling shame, in feeling devalued, in feeling like they really messed up somehow by ever trying to pursue being a writer, because after all, a real writer, you know, has talent that would immediately be recognized and and they would immediately get an agent and they would immediately have their books sold and be offered these wonderful publishing contracts. That's the kind of mental stuff that can happen in the background when we start to really see rejection. And without fail, what I see from these writers is just, wait a minute, that you guys have, have had this too? I, and they, there's a sense of I'm not alone anymore. I know it's not just me. I'm not just some lone loser who gets a rejection and then logs into social media thinking, oh, I'll just browse. I'll just browse on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook only to see three other writers crowing about their their recent deals and this great this great contract they got, which can also be very demoralizing. But then you can also it can also perpetuate that downward spiral because hey, we're supposed to support other writers, we're supposed to feel happy for them, even if really inside, we're feeling this sort of, oh, this angsty, unpleasant feeling. So again, it can be a huge downward spiral. I have been there. I have worked with and spoken to and commiserated with many, many other writers who have been there. And so I think the main, the main question again is, have you dealt with it? And how do you know? Because here's another thing. I don't think shame is often 
easily identified as such. I think it's it's very easy to sort of reroute that feeling into, oh, I just I'm not talented, as I mentioned before, or I'm just having a bad attitude. It's it's very easy to avoid just stopping and sitting there and thinking, what's going on here? Why is it that all of a sudden I feel like I can't write or I'll never succeed or I'll never have the writing life I want? It's easy to avoid that because it's it's hard to come to grips and to sort of get outside of ourselves long enough, I think, to come to grips with the fact that this hurts. I wasn't ready for this. I was told by people who know me, by my beta readers, by my writing group, that this was really good. And I was feeling pretty, pretty awesome about it. I love this story. It means a lot to me. I wrote it from my heart, whatever it may be. And then I sent it out into the wide world. Oh, and it turns out that the experts, the gatekeepers, the ones in the know who have my publishing fate in their hands. And again, of, I'm, of course, I'm framing this in terms of writers who want to be traditionally published. And that is not all writers. I'm framing it that way, because frankly, the world of traditional publishing is chock full of rejection. And it's also chock full of writers being encouraged to really put it out there. When we have a book deal, you want to put it out there, you want to get on social media and say, hey, I'm so excited to announce that my novel has sold and will be released on or whatever. That's really, really fun news to share. The problem is book deals are not nearly as common as book rejections. That's just the name of the game in publishing. It's hard to get published. And the problem there is that there's just not a real repository. There's not a real place where I think many, most perhaps writers feel like they can sort of let it all hang out. Hey, I feel rejected. I feel lousy. I feel like I want to quit. This sucks. I can't take it. Um, and again, that that's just sort of part of the impetus for this episode. And no doubt I'm going to be talking more about this in the future because I have, I have a lot of thoughts about this and I know I'm going off in some different directions here, but I just think it's important to put a voice to it. The main reason I think it's important to put a voice to shame writers feel, just like it's important to put a voice to shame that anyone feels for any reason, frankly, is because when we don't, when we try to hold it inside, not talk about it, you know, smile, just, I'm fine, everything's fine. Uh, for some people, maybe that works. But I think for a lot of people, it becomes this sort of toxic stew. And it really can, and does, paralyze writers to the point where they stop writing altogether. And I just think that's a terrible, terrible shame. One of the things we hear a lot about is, as writers, we need to develop a thicker skin, especially if we're going to put our work out there in any way, shape, or form into the world, trying to connect with readers. That might be that we are trying to put our work out there um, via self-publishing. We're not even looking for an agent. We're not even talking to editors. We just want to self-publish, which is, in this day and age, is awesome and common. And then, okay, let's say you do that, you feel great, and the reviews start coming in. Reader responses start coming in, and they're, they're not so great. That can be hard to deal with. And of course, with traditional publishing, it can be anyway. 
Um, so again, I don't want I don't want to get too far afield here, or get too specific, but I just think that once we identify that shame is something we're dealing with, and especially if we identify that it could be detrimental to our willingness to go forward, and I have known those writers who stopped writing altogether, it's just too hard, I can't take it, my ego can't take it, what am I, some kind of egomaniac where I can't deal with rejection? Well, no, you're you're a human, and it's normal to feel like you, you can't take it, because it sucks. It's really it's really hard. And as writers, we tend to be often, not always, I've known some writers who definitely don't fit this profile, but I think very often we tend to be sort of sensitive souls. We're, we're very open and receptive to what comes along and rejection can just be so harsh and painful and degrading and, and horrible. So I think once we identify that that is what we're dealing with, it's really important to start strategizing. Again, drag it out into the light, douse some you know, really strong antiseptic on it, and then think about it, strategize, realize, and and it can often be a sort of rite of passage, like a growing up experience for writers where we are no longer in this romantic zone of, I'm going to be a writer and I shall sit with my fountain pen all day and dreamily stare out the window between bouts of composing my beautiful, wonderful literature that the world will embrace. We sort of leave that zone and it's a disillusionment. It's this awakening of, whoa, this is going to be harder than I thought. And I have to tell you, I really believe that is a very good thing. It hurts. It's not a fun thing, but it's a good thing. Just like, frankly, I think most disillusionment is because if we're living in any kind of illusion, while it can be comfortable and fun and the possibilities seem endless and things can only go wonderfully for us, it's just not realistic. So I think when we can come face to face with any shame we're feeling and we can really look it square in the eye and and look ourselves square in the eye, which obviously hard to do without some kind of a mirror, but look at our reaction, look at the hows and the whats and the whys and the whos and all of that. We can learn something that will stay with us for the rest of our lives. As I said, I'm going to be talking more about this in future episodes, but I at least just wanted to bring it up in this episode. And here's what I encourage you to ask yourself, am I Am I or have I, because it might not be right this moment, have I ever felt shame as a writer when I've been rejected or something didn't go the way I had really hoped it would with my writing? Have I felt shame? And if so, did I handle it in a way that is helpful to me now? Or did I handle it in a way or maybe not handle it as the case may be? just avoided handling it or looking at it in a way that is, has been detrimental to my writing life. And I think it's a really important question. And, and often it can be easier to look back on something, you know, a rejection, even if it's a little painful to revisit. In hindsight, we can often see things much more clearly as we know. And we can do a little bit of, um, take it apart a little bit, deconstruct it. How did that feel? What did, it, what did it cause me to do or not do on a practical level? Has that been good for my writing? 
So I'm going to wrap it up with that. This is a short and sweet episode. And we'll talk about in a little bit of a later episode, what can we do when we do experience that shame that threatens to stop us from writing altogether? Because that is a big no-no when it comes to finding your writing groove. One of the hallmarks of doing that is you got to keep moving forward. Got to stick with it. Alrighty. I'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks again for checking in. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Groovy Writer Podcast. You can connect with the podcast on my website at nicolemcinnis.com and on Instagram at the Groovy Writer. The intro and outro music is Retro by Wayne Jones. Until next time, write on, Groovy Writers. Write on.